0: J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply.
1: Angel investors write checks out of their own capital. They are using their own Savings and investments, and they consider this an asset class. Early stage investing is an asset class for their own portfolio.
0: Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Welcome, friends. It's so good to have you here for this exciting episode. You know, being an entrepreneur myself, I've always known that the trickiest part of running your own business or starting your own side hustle, it's the money part, right? (laughs) How do you get enough money to get up and running? You could borrow money from friends and family, use your own cash or look for investors who believe in your idea. In this episode, we're talking all about a different form of investing called angel investing. It's just like the name sounds. There are angels out there, people out there who have sources of money who are looking to invest in businesses that they believe in and how angel investing is actually helping women bridge the gender gap in entrepreneurship and start some kick-ass businesses. Loretta McCarthy is the co-CEO and managing partner of Golden Seeds one of the largest and most active angel investment networks in the US and by far the largest that invests in early stage women-led companies. Yes, please, we need more of that. Loretta is here to give you all the details on what angel investing is, how angel investing can help jumpstart your business, how to get your company all set up for investors and so much more. All my fellow entrepreneurs out there, this episode is for you. Let's start talking. I've got a lot of uh, stats that I found that I kind of want to rattle off and have us dive deep into this. But I found that women have started 49% of new businesses in the US in 2021, which really surprised me. Um, that was up from 28% in 2019. And you and I both know women entrepreneurship, it's, it's growing around the world, but there are still obstacles that remain. Men obviously still outnumber women three to one when it comes to business ownership. Um, I myself has been an entrepreneur almost my whole career and I know that when you're starting a business one of the things you obviously need is cash (laughs) and it's got to come from somewhere either your bank account a grant a loan or an investor but you got to come up with some sort of some sort of capital and so I was excited to chat with you because I've, I've always been intrigued about this idea of angel investing and how it can really help women entrepreneurs so I thought maybe we would just start here like just give me an overview of what angel investing is, and and how is that different from venture capital?
1: Thank you, Shauna. Um, angel investor investing is an industry of uh, of early stage investors. And angel investors are people who are fascinated with entrepreneurship. They're often fascinated with innovation in many ways and they are willing and eager to write checks to invest in startup companies there are actually 350,000 people in this country who are angel investors many of them are part of organized networks such as the one i run but they but many of them invest individually in companies that they meet so angel investors write checks out of their own capital. They are using their own savings and investments and they consider this an asset class. Early stage investing is an asset class for their own portfolio. Venture capital is actually on the spectrum of early stage investing, but people who are doing venture capital investing are investing other people's money. It's very different from angel investors who are writing their own checks. So a venture capitalist may have taken in a lot of money from individual investors who do want to participate in early stage investing, and then the venture capitalist decides what they'll invest in. So it's a very different dynamic because they're investing other people's money. So
0: then I would imagine uh, with angel investing, it's very much... uh, the types of of businesses um maybe different sectors that really excite you as an individual like that is what you're looking for as an angel investor right
1: It, it can be and it very often is that people are very interested in healthy food so they invest in that or they're interested in medical devices or they're interested in treatments of certain diseases or conditions that are that they may have some familiarity with so there often are reasons people are drawn to certain kinds of investments Um, there are also groups of angel investors that invest geographically they only invest in a state or a county where they're trying to grow jobs and they're trying to help companies grow so as a result there are there are opportunities for people to be very specific about what they're interested in and then sometimes they are very much more general they are just groups of people who are looking for uh, really interesting opportunities to invest in startups
0: so it runs the gamut
1: (laughs) it does indeed
0: and i think one of the the interesting things that i've seen over the last you know couple of years with the pandemic is we're still in this kind of mass exodus of, of people leaving corporate jobs. I think um, the US Bureau of Labor Statistics, somewhere around 47 million Americans voluntarily quit their jobs. So I, I'm curious, because you're in this world all day long, you know, what do you think the future is for female entrepreneurs, given the kind of environment we're in right now,
1: the current environment always influences how much innovation is happening and also how much capital is available for startups, but I will say that when it comes to um, innovation right now is that the pandemic in many ways influenced Um, many entrepreneurs to start things that they had never done before. It was a moment of inspiration for a lot of people. So in my organization at Golden Seeds, and of course we invest only in companies led by at least one woman, we were... we were worried at the beginning of the pandemic as to whether how much innovation there actually would be. And we were quite surprised and gratified to see that the innovation did not stop. In fact, it increased. And many, many women found ideas that somehow related, sometimes related to the pandemic, but maybe just were ideas they've been thinking about for a while and the pandemic gave them an opportunity to act on it. So it has, you know, there. There is right now, we are in a moment where um, you mentioned, for instance, the many, many companies that have been started in the last few years. We are at a point where women, since we focus on women particularly, um, where women have the highest level of education that they've ever had in history. They have the skills to be able to start businesses. They frequently have the professional networks to be able to actually step out, raise capital, attract talent, grow businesses at a fast pace. So they're really there is very much forward momentum in terms of what women are doing in general. And then you add to that this very real appetite for many angel investors to invest in startups, Uh, it's really working well on their behalf.
0: Well, that's exciting to hear, Loretta. (laughs) It's exciting to hear that uh, there is momentum and that things are really changing for women. And, And sometimes I believe that we need, I mean, obviously I did not want a global pandemic, but having something that just shakes things up for people and maybe awakens them to you know i have this idea i really want to do if not if i don't do it now like when am i ever going to do it so i love that this time although it was scary and of course never wanting people to lose lives or get sick or anything like that but hopefully you know prompted some people to just take some action on ideas
1: right exactly
0: so i also want to ask you Loretta, the, the stats are showing that both, you know, Black and Hispanic owned businesses, they're, they're on the rise, but there's still a lot of work to do uh, promoting uh, these type of businesses and really getting them to a place where they're successful, where they can, you know, be businesses that keep going for years and years. You know, what are you seeing in terms of, of trends? Um, and, and I guess what can be done to really financially lift uh, Black, Hispanic owned businesses up so that they can have this long term success?
1: For the last several years, there has been so much good energy that has been focused on people of color. It it has definitely become a big part of the narrative of what we discuss and what we are observing. Um, It is true that when women of color, particularly black and Hispanic, come are building a business and they are coming for funding, it is very possible that they... Did not have a lot of their own resources that they could put into the early, early stages of their company. So they might be coming, seeking funding at a particularly early Mm -hmm. stage. So we do have those conversations of how do we make sure that companies and entrepreneurs that don't have, may not have a lot of personal resources or family resources to get them going, still have a shot at having a successful business. I'm very happy to say that there are increasingly organizations, uh, accelerators, incubators, those are uh, organizations that gather together entrepreneurs to get them ready for funding and train them on how to talk about their business and how to think and really quite grand terms about where how they might be able to grow the businesses to be, to be much larger than they might have originally imagined. And I am very happy to say that there are more and more of those that are either solely focusing on entrepreneurs of color, not just women but entrepreneurs of color or diverse uh, more broadly, or are uh, or in some cases are focusing on women of color. Or diverse women, so it is. Um, they're getting off to a faster start. You know, I'm. I will also say that in our organization, 40% of the companies that applied in the last 18 months actually are women of color. Wow. So we are seeing more, with, and they are increasingly gaining the um, the the confidence and the vision to be able to present their businesses in ways that we may not have seen, let's say, five years ago. Um, so there's, you know, it's, in many ways, it aligns with what we started out to do 18 years ago when people were not accustomed to even funding women. And that with they were not the prototypical entrepreneur that got funded in large numbers uh, to go on to g- build great companies. So we really relate to this path that that entrepreneurs of color are on, because some of it is just uh, creating the conditions, creating an environment in which they will be seriously considered, they will be treated respectfully, and they have a real shot at being funded. And that's exactly what we said about women for years, but now you can use exactly that phrase to talk about entrepreneurs of color.
0: Oh, I love it. That is, that is so exciting. And I I'm wondering if if there's somebody listening right now and maybe they've just started a business or they're kind of in the early stage. Do you have any tips or pointers of, of like what they should be thinking about to really get their business uh, ready for, for the presentation in front of angel investors?
1: There's of course it differs based on what the business is that they are that they are running, but it's very important to have a vision essentially a business plan, but it doesn't have to be 50-page business plan. It's basically a clarity around what you want to do with this business and where you think you will go over the next one to three years. Investors at this very early stage, we're not asking entrepreneurs to explain to us where they're going to be in 10 years. It's impossible to know, but it's very important when you're talking to someone who usually is working with an idea or a little bit of progress and they've maybe created a product or maybe they have some customers, it's very important for them to be able to explain if I were to take in a certain amount of capital, what would I do with it? Mm. Where, Where would that get me to the point where I might actually come back for more capital so that I can begin to scale my business. And it's, you know, at, in our organization, we look for entrepreneurs who have a vision of their own companies, because if they don't have a vision, no one else is going (laughs) to have it for them. So it's a matter of saying, all right, am I buying into that person's vision of what they believe they can do with this company? And very often taking in an amount of capital. It doesn't have to be a huge sum of money to be able to prove some concept that says the marketplace is willing to pay for my idea. The marketplace says that if I were to build out this product or this service, they will pay money for it. So the more proof that an entrepreneur has about what they might do with an infusion of capital, the more enthusiastic we become as we hear them share their vision. Mm-hmm. We often say that, um, although it, it's certainly important to start with a good idea, and start with a vision of what you're going to do, and have a real product and a real service. It has to all of those things have to be there. But we often say, and I think many, many people who are angel investors would agree with this, that at the end of the day, we are investing in the people. We're investing in their ability to share their vision, make adjustments along the way, because usually whatever they describe at the beginning will not be exactly (laughs) that in a year or three years. So we're really investing in their wisdom to understand listen to the market really listen listen to the marketplace listen to their uh, advisors whoever they might be and then adapt and that then you could, can get excited saying this person kind of knows how to use her her, her judgment along the way
0: mm, okay that's some some good juicy info i love that so okay we've we've got our business to this point where we have this vision we're able to communicate it um You know, we we have an idea of of what we want to create, where we want to go. Can you walk us through then, how does angel investing work? So what steps do we need to take from there as an entrepreneur?
1: Um, Usually the entrepreneur reaches a point where they realize that they need some capital that will allow them to take their business to a new level And it is an amount of capital that they don't have on their own. So they really just need to turn to the outside, to people who do not know them, and start putting their story together. So the first thing is that recognition. I am ready for (laughs) prime time to go out and and start pitching my business. Um, The... Then they need to think about what are angel investors because there's not as though people are familiar and or even in contact the people who are angel investors. Um, but they do they they can start thinking about talking to people and good entrepreneurs talk to everyone about getting ideas about where they might turn to find capital. Their bankers probably can tell them about some local angel investors. There are many, many cities have groups of angel investors who work as a network within their location. There actually are 250 groups of angel investors in this country. So there are many, and they can be found on a website, which is the Trade Association website. It's called the Angel Capital Association. So it's angelcapitalassociation.org there is a section there where you can find the angel groups so if you're in the state of illinois you can go find illinois find out what groups are there and that might be a good place to start where you're located or in such as in the case of golden seeds we are we actually have locations all over the country but it it you can People can find their way to us if the company is led by at least one woman. So, and, and there are, for instance, groups that specialize only in life sciences. So you can find your way to those. But it's it's a very handy list because it's if a, if an entrepreneur. Goes in and clicks on the website for each of those groups. They start picking up the vocabulary of how do these people talk. How what is the what are they looking for? Because usually their own websites will have something about here's what we invest in, here's what we look for, here's how you get started with us. So it the sooner an entrepreneur can kind of learn that vocabulary and develop the kind of a point of view about where they might start, because eventually there's just no substitute for getting in front of people and starting to tell your story and be as prepared as possible.
0: The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit, I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash ETM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot slash ETM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas. It will really help the show. Talking money under podcast. Earnin' is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding? Or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's monarchmone dot slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial.
2: Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 3.5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com/today. 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 Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply
0: love that. Yeah. I know being an entrepreneur myself, I have a million and one of ideas. <laughs> and I, yes, I, always, yeah, always do. I always say that when I run out of ideas, that will probably be the day I pass away.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I just right.
0: look out in the world and just see ideas. And a lot of them, of course, I don't do anything with. But for me, that's fun. So I, I would imagine you know, any entrepreneurs that are listening and just encourage them to do what you're saying, to get out and talk to people and share your ideas, even if it's still in the infancy stage, that that feedback is is really great. And I I would love to know from you, Loretta, like how did you get excited about, uh, you know, getting involved with angel investing and and starting Golden Seeds?
1: Um, I was, I I spent um, over 25 years on Wall Street. So I did have some knowledge of the capital markets. So the financial side came quite naturally to me. Uh, I also had always been very involved with issues relating to women uh, in all of the various jobs I've had in my career, so it was very natural for me to gravitate toward something that that really stood for the advancement of women, so when I learned that this organization, which was not not I'm not the founder of this I did come shortly thereafter but when I learned that Stephanie Newby was creating this organization it seemed like a perfect fit because for me I thought it tapped into my keen understanding of the challenges that women faced in many levels of professional life Um, it I felt that it could use my financial skills and also Um, my professional skills in other ways and um, would would probably be you know a really wonderful team sport there is a thing about uh, angel investing wherever there are networks of people who do angel investing all of us would say this is a team sport so if if you're not enthusiastic about team sports (laughs) this may not be for you but many of us just love it you you Meet an interesting company. You gather together with a few people. You start working on evaluating the company, getting to know the entrepreneur, getting to know each other, and it makes life really interesting and actually does, in our opinion, produce better results because you have more people kicking the tires and more people evaluating um, a, a deal. So it that's kind of how how it all came to pass for me, and I just decided this is quite a perfect fit for my interests and skills
0: and i would imagine because you have this expertise in the financial side of things maybe you have some some pearls here we probably talked about most of this but i i'm just curious as an entrepreneur myself like are there any things you can point to that really make the difference between you know let's say company a or company b like which one is more profitable like are are there any um I don't know, any like special sauce or anything you can share with us about what really makes a company profitable?
1: It's a little hard to talk about what makes a company profitable, but I have many opinions, Shauna, about what makes companies stand out. And I would say, you know, at Golden Seeds, we see a thousand companies a year. So we obviously are trying to say who of all of the companies coming through are really kind of noticeable right, right. and stand, standing apart from all the rest. And I would say, first of all, it's important to be doing something, if at all possible, that is differentiated. Meaning that it just, if it, if it is, it, that, that does not mean that you can't start a business that has been done before or is even being done in your own nearby. But to, in order to attract capital, Investors will often say, is there something unique and differentiating about the way this person is approaching this business? So it it is often, and some of that is because we are hoping that the company can succeed without just being replicated and copied. Or the competition, you know, the more competition there is, the less interesting a company is. So, if if you say this is not likely to have a lot of competition doing exactly what they're doing, uh, assuming that what they're doing is interesting and marketable, um, often it's the question of how you know how 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 unique right, is okay. is their approach to whatever it is they're doing. Um, it's also important particularly when people are asking people to invest in their companies to be for the entrepreneur to be quite conscious, or let me just say this way, very good stewards of money. So of course they need to spend money to grow. We know that, but it's fair. We're, we're always very watchful to be sure that they are conscious of how they're going to run the business financially. So even if the entrepreneur doesn't have a financial background whether she likes it or not she's now in the business of managing payroll managing production costs maybe managing overhead and rent and leases and so she, it it is really important to be an excellent manager of your business including being, having a good facility to understand the numbers and how much you're spending on what and what it's costing you and are there better ways to do it and so forth. So um, I think it inspires investors to invest more if they feel that the entrepreneur is doing a great job kind of managing the enterprise and also, you know, is a, is a, really conscious about how they're using the money that has been invested in their company. Um, So that's, I'd say, you know, another thing we often think about at golden seeds is as, because we want these companies to grow, which means that we want them to be able to get big enough that they have many more people working for them. So we often do think about their, management style, you know, is this a person who will be able to attract great talent and, and will, they be a good team leader to these people. And, you know, very often they, they get to the point where they, they may not want that role anymore, but in the early stages, if they're bringing in capital and they say, because I'm going to hire, you know, five more people, you, part of the evaluation is, Will they do a good job with that? Will they be able to be successful hiring the right people for the right job, training them in the right way, and creating a work environment where people will want to stay and help them grow a big business?
0: Mm. Interesting. I mean, so many things that you don't think about that that really goes into the the ultimate success i'm curious too if you have if you do have any success stories that you can share with us of how angel investing has really benefited a female entrepreneur
1: we have a lot (laughs) uh and i'm thrilled to say that we've had some very nice successes uh one that might be particularly notable is that we had an exit uh in des- last december of a company called little passports it might yes. be a company it is it is a known company that is an edutainment company children's edutainment company uh that is um in, based in san francisco uh they started this business i think about 10 years ago and uh, they basically are a subscription business, so parents and grandparents buy these gifts of educational material about the the world and about STEM education and geography that are sent to children. It's very very charming, and it had a um, a very nice exit last December, being sold to another ed, uh, edutainment company. Um, they, you know, it was started by two women who had started their careers together at eBay, so they had a lot of uh, professional experience. Uh, And it's a a great example of a vision that these women had. had. They had children of their own who were trying to provide some of these same kinds of things to them, but they were also very good stewards of capital. They grew to a very nice level to the point that they had a wonderful exit, meaning they were sold to another company. Um, but they uh, they stuck to their knitting, I would say, throughout the journey in which I knew them. They knew what they were trying to create. They did expand their product line very cautiously over time. To, and they also became a brand. And that's an extra bonus. They became known. They advertised. They Many people in their target market know little, the name Little Passports, And their known brand added to the value at the time that they were acquired. So, you know, I just think that that they are a really fine example of a company that was cautious, thoughtful, careful. They knew their market. They knew what they wanted, and they they got to the finish line.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar with them. I love their product. Um, That's so amazing to hear a story like that. I think that's so fantastic, and I. I have to ask maybe the opposite of that question too. You know, what advice would you give for uh, entrepreneurs maybe that they keep getting turned down. Maybe they're applying for venture capital or for angel investing funds, but they just d- don't have everything together. What what advice would you give them?
1: It you know, without having a specific example, it's hard to say, but I do think you know, they can certainly examine themselves. Uh, to determine am I doing something that is sufficiently like I said earlier differentiating to capture the attention like really why am I not getting funded and is there something about my business that is flawed I don't know it may be that you know it's a very crowded marketplace so it just may be that on that given day they weren't the most interesting company in the room but I think it is important to be to really do some self-reflection and say you know what am I learning here is there something that I need to adapt in my own business I will also say however that many entrepreneurs who have had very very fine successes of raising capital will say that at the beginning they were they were declined constantly and they just had to stick with it so I would say if somebody has been declined handful of times just keep at it but always listen and ask for feedback if somebody's declining many times they will provide some feedback mm, that's right, okay. you know that might it might comment on how they present their story or how they um, or you know how how good the idea is in their opinion so because I think you can always keep refining and fine-tuning the way you talk about your business
0: Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today, and I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses, and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized, because that's not one of my strengths, without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup. Or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm.
2: Hey, my name's Otis Gray Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Hi,
0: I'm Karina Biemesterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right, daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short-form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines so why not add it to yours stream morning cup of murder everywhere you listen to podcasts
1: and remember stay safe
0: yeah I think I think that's that's great you know it's just having that introspective moment and trying to figure out like is there something I can tool or you know retool or, or shake up or, or make a little bit different yeah. I yeah. think is, is is great you know we could probably all do that no matter what stage we are uh, with our
1: business and, and i was- I would say there's nothing as powerful as success. So if a company has been turned down a few times, but then suddenly they get a big customer or a contract or they you know have some, that does change how people will see them as a possibility. So they really, really need to be able to talk about how the marketplace is now telling us that this is a good idea because of these successes.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, where do you think entrepreneurship is going? You know, we've got the possible recession looming. Are we going to see more people pivoting into businesses, especially women? Are, are we going to see them just continuing to kind of capture this moment?
1: It's very early. We don't really know if we're headed into a recession. I can say that so far we have not seen a change Among our group, we have 350 investors here, so we're a pretty large sample size. We haven't seen a big change, at least not yet. Uh, But I do feel that for entrepreneurs, um, and I I do feel that angel investors who have some amount of capital that they've already allocated to this asset class, they will keep investing up to up to a point i do feel that entrepreneurs have to realize that people it may be tighter right, okay. it may be t- it, it also may be harder to get your first capital in these conditions because you're kind of competing against companies that are going back to those same investors for additional capital in order to help them get through this period. So you getting first capital might become tougher, although I have to say we haven't seen it yet. Um, it is it definitely important for any entrepreneur, whether they're already cooking and growing or not, to be very, very careful of cash during this time. Because if business slows down, that means that they that they will just not have as much cash to spend on growth or other things that they're thinking about so they have to be have a mindset that says be really careful during this time until they know how the marketplace is reacting to their business during this time so you know there is such a thing as being too cautious or overcorrecting but it is really important to be thoughtful about how you want to get through this period of time whatever it becomes kind of standing proud on your feet still existing and still growing hopefully uh because um because you were really thoughtful about how you moved through this period we're we're
0: putting up the caution flags (laughs) um i well loretta this has been such such a great conversation i I know a personal goal of mine, and maybe hopefully somebody else listening, is that one day they could become an angel investor themselves. What do we need to know if if that is our goal, if we would love to invest in businesses?
1: There are many opportunities to uh, be an angel investor. Um, I'm personally a fan of becoming part of a network of angel investors because it is known that the results are generally better and that it is A lot of fun to do this work with other people. And as I said, that's all available on the AngelCapitalAssociation.org website. Um, Many of those organizations and their websites, including ours, will have a section that explains how you can contact somebody about becoming a member there. And almost all organizations will allow somebody to come and sit in on a meeting to observe it because you're you're joining an organization and you want to imagine I, I could fit in there and I could have a lot to contribute and I would like to be part of that organization, so many of them will invite prospective members to come and have a look and meet or meet with people. Um, so there's lots of ways to do it, but in it, it there's also training. And that's what for people who are not angel investors. Now there are training programs. Uh, we at Golden Seeds we have a training program. It's on our website, goldenseeds.com. It's called the Knowledge Institute, and you can take the training that is designed for investors. You don't have to be a current member of Golden Seeds to take a, a course. Uh, it's uh, we have nine classes, so that's a lot a lot of options. And it, for people who haven't done any of this taking a course might be a way to get started and just sort of pick up on the vocabulary and see how people interact in this work. And the Angel Capital Association also has courses. So there's different ways to get going, to try to imagine, is this something that I would like to make part of my life?
0: I don't know about you, but I am definitely all for us closing this gender gap in business startups and. I'm definitely for more women getting the money they need to start these amazing businesses. If you've been listening and are saying, hell yes, then I suggest you reach out to Loretta and learn all you can about angel investing. You can find her at goldenseeds, that's S E E D S dot com, where you can find all the membership info, get educated by checking out all the events Golden Seeds offers for entrepreneurs who are thinking about angel investing, and so much more. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, share it with some friends and family members who you know might also want to learn a little something about angel investing. You can head to the show notes for all the links to our episode guests as well as our episode sponsors. I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode.